0: EA has had quite the battlefield this week, canceling multiple big mobile titles, some upcoming and unannounced games, and even a slight delay to the anticipated Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We'll talk about what's going on there. And E3 is back this year, but without
1: some of the biggest names in the industry, we'll talk about what this means for gaming's biggest showcase and much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. weekly video game news show out there every single monday coming to you with all the biggest things happening in the video game industry you can find us on fruit lab youtube podcast services everywhere talking about games my name is Rock the red joined every week by this guy right here full clip what's the haps, my dude what's going on i'm pretty good how you doing dude i'm great i'm great i got my uh i got my booch and, uh, you know, just uh, ready to talk about uh, talk about video games.
0: There you go. I got an equally healthy choice, uh, Monster Energy. <laughs> At least it's a zero-sugar kind. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'll there be sipping go. on. Yeah, yeah it, it feels like forever since we've done this. And, I mean, we're filming a couple of days after we usually would. But I think mm-hmm. that it's more about all the news that we've got to get through. There's a lot of stuff yeah. this time. There's a lot of
1: stuff to talk about. And it's like a it's a big... We'll just come right out and say it. it's a big old bummer of a news week here, man. A lot of, uh, you know, lots of layoffs and things being affected by that, but big stuff, big stuff happening.
0: Um, but yeah, before we get into that, you've been playing anything cool? You know, I haven't really played a lot new, uh, but I did get into one that I know you did too, uh, SpongeBob Cosmic Shake, and I think we'll probably be talking about that in our new releases. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, I played a little SpongeBob action. Uh, we'll Yeah, we'll save that for new releases. Um, yeah, I haven't played much either, dude. A lot of SpongeBob, um, but definitely also a lot of Marvel Snap, dude. I got I'm back up in there. I it, like it ebbs and flows for me. So like sometimes I'll be, you know, I won't play for a couple days, and then I'll like play all day long. Oh yeah. And I had a couple of those days. They they did an update, so they came out with a new feature where you could play against like your friends now. So it's really cool. It's much different. Like it's surprisingly different from just playing a regular match because um the mechanics are a little bit different you're playing multiple games with the same with the same deck so you start to learn like kind of what your opponent's gonna do so it took a little bit i was getting crushed at first because i kept just getting like i would do a move and they would immediately counter because they expected the move that was coming you know okay so i had to That's not something you would have in the in the regular game because you're you're one and done. You're playing one match and you're out.
0: So this one it definitely
1: changes things up, but it was it was very interesting.
0: So uh, so I was looking into it and I read read that detail, but I wasn't clear on does that mean that the game chooses the deck for you and you or you're both playing with the same deck against each other? No, you're you're using
1: whatever deck you built. Yep, but um, some I mean like some of them go well, and then so then playing against my friend and i was like okay well that deck destroyed this deck that i had let me try this one so then i brought in a different deck and we played another round and i destroyed him so Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of it lacks that surprise element that the regular game has where it's like you don't know what you're getting you know um so that's kind of fun it makes for a much different experience so um but yeah i've been playing that the the new monthly season ends uh in a couple days so uh, i've been really you know trying to to get all the the battle passes and all that shit like all that uh you know all the kind yeah. of the, the good stuff in there
0: so and we'll i see. saw they were doing some uh balancing updates too did they like nerf your strategy or anything like that actually one of them they did they they there weren't any huge changes
1: i think there were major only two changes and one of them was one of the the main cards I use. God, he got nerfed sucks. big time. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. I was playing in one of the games against my friend and I was like, ha ha, got him. And I put down this card and it didn't have the effect. <laughs> so this is a, the card was leader and he's supposed to just copy whatever your opponent puts down. And like, it didn't do it. And I'm like, what happened? And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot and I lost. Oh, wow. So yeah. yeah so it did affect what it, it only does now the location to the right. So before it was all three locations. Any car that came down. So it, it's definitely a, a pretty big nerf. But yeah, it um, they announced like a bunch of. I mean, they didn't announce, but it's nice. There's a lot of people that can that see all the stuff that's up upcoming. I don't know how. You know, I don't know if they scrape like the data or whatever. But there's a lot of cool stuff on the on the horizon. So yeah. it's happening, dude. You got to get back in there. Yeah, it's a snap so. on.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. All right, should we move things along? Yeah, we better get into it. Let's do it. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. All right, first up, I want to talk about this season game. It's uh, it's called a letter. Season, A Letter to the Future. It came out January 31st on PC, PS4, and PS5. Did you watch the trailer for this game? Yeah, it's been a minute, though, so I'm going to have to pick yeah. it up from what you tell me. I- okay I remember watching the trailer when it first was announced like a long time ago it seems and then I was like I thought it came out it had come and gone it doesn't tell you much in the trailer but now that the game's out I'm seeing more of what it is so you play as this character Estelle and you ride around on a bike and you're documenting the end of the world like the world is ending so and you you write journal entries and you draw pictures and you take pictures and you take video and stuff like that and it's all part of this game and every review I've read they're saying how it's like this beautiful experience and the art style is awesome and I was like it's going is going right on the wish list man I'm uh I don't like I, I remember when I first saw it and I'm like hmm what's this weird bike riding game yeah. not for me but then once I learned about it I was like okay yeah end of the world documenting that's what I want to do in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're into that kind of game where it's like love, a little more yeah. narrative-driven, like the Telltale games maybe. Uh, oh, absolutely,
1: yep, I do. I like a good story. Like, if they try to do it if, like a walking sim or like, you know, whatever, whatever. if I'm doing it and there's no payoff, I am I get mad. Because yeah. if I'm playing, like, because some of them are boring, you know? Like, you got to have a good story to go along with this. If there's no action or anything like that and it's entirely a story game, there needs to be a good story. And from every Everything I've heard about this, um, there is. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for it. All right, let's get the one. I know you're chomping at the bit. Champing at the bit. What's the, what's the phrase? I don't even you know. Chomp- something.
0: I don't know. Chomping?
1: All right. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake, came out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, it also came out January 31st. Uh, it's a SpongeBob platformer. You're out there jumping around, collecting things. And uh, yeah, what 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 was your take? Let's hear the full clip review.
0: All right. Well, you got a lot farther in this than me that I saw from your review video. Uh, Dude, I we're, only got...
1: we're trying to 100% it right now. Well,
0: there you go. My Man, kid I, loves it. It's it's definitely one that I could pick back up. A lot of games I'll play through that first, like, hour and a half or two hours, cut down a video with the initial reaction there. But this is one that I could definitely pick up because it does have, um, despite a few little glitches and bugs here and there, it has that level of polish that makes it feel like a really uh, a fun game. I mean, the platforming is nice. It feels to me the same experience I had with like Ratchet and Clank or something like that. A mm. little bit of puzzle stuff here and there. Um, I, I was surprised by how difficult some of the puzzle stuff was. Um, I, I don't know if like a five to 10-year-old child could figure that out. Um, but I, I think in general, they could at least get a, a steady playthrough of the game probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right there in the... so. I played it with my my five year old, and um, he was able to do a lot of a lot of it. Um, like because, like you said, it was it's, it's a simple platformer. There's not a ton of you know, it's not a lot happening. It's very cut cut and dry. Like okay, you got to get point A, point B. In between, there's going to be these jelly creatures that come out and attack you. Um, and you know, it's that simple. There's not a lot of like I mean, you compare it to Ratchet and Clank, but there's not a lot of different stuff like Ratchet and clank there's like what like 40 different weapons and yeah. all this stuff like it's, a, it's similar in that it's a platformer you, you're jumping around collecting things but it's to me it was just missing some of that stuff that would have taken it to the next level i thought it was um a good game like i i so i put out a review of it and then i said it's you know it's not a bad game but it's not a good game it's a, yeah. just a simple platformer if you're into um, you know, platformers collectathons, those sort of games and you love SpongeBob. This is this is it. This is the game. Like it's I thought like the SpongeBob parts were were clever and the writing was good, but um as far as like I mean, you compare it to like Super Mario Odyssey or something like that, which is a very similar style game, and that's, you know, blows it away. It you know, it, it this doesn't hold a candle to a uh, a very very um, you know, a higher tier platformer. Yeah. but I had fun with it. Like I said, we finished the game. My, and, uh, and now we're going back through trying my kid loves, so there's all these costumes in the game and you okay. get coins to, um, unlock parts of these costumes that you buy with these jellies. And that's what we're trying to do. Now. My kid wants all the costumes. He's got to have them all, Yeah. So that's what we're doing. And it's, uh, some of the platforming man to get like some of the coins. It's tough. Like there's yes. a challenge for some of them. Um, but yeah, I thought it was the game was fine, especially if you know if you're a fan of of SpongeBob. It's got all the all the actors in there from the original cartoon, the writers from the cartoon. So um, yeah, it was so, all right. It wasn't as good as an episode of SpongeBob, like you know, in terms of like that quality. But it had a good story, and I thought some of the writing was clever. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely nothing groundbreaking, but but fun, like you said, and I appreciated those deep cuts. Like, uh, Squidward was working on a painting, and I'm like, this should be bold and brash, because that was such a big episode, um, and it's got its own, like, internet history of the bold and brash painting of Squidward, and I looked at it, yep, sure enough. So, there's a lot of fan service going on, Absolutely. but I appreciate it.
1: Yep, yeah, I and I, I, I didn't watch a ton of Spongebob, um, so I'm sure I missed a lot of, like, stuff that other people would be like, oh, he did the thing, Yeah. you know, so, but yeah, I definitely... Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, it. It wasn't it wasn't a game changer, but yeah, I had fun playing it. Another game I had fun playing, Fashion Police Squad. This came out February second on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Uh, so I, you know, we both got we got our review copies of the uh, the SpongeBob game. I also got a review copy of this Fashion Police Squad, and man, was I surprised! Never, ever would I have purchased this game. Had I not gotten this review copy and I love it, dude. It's, nice. just, it's so, it's like a, it's a retro first person shooter. Think like doom or Duke Nukem, like the early, like the pixel graphics and stuff like that. But in this, like, you're not like, it's not violent or anything. There's people like, you know, guys, guys with, um, drab colors. So you got to like shoot at them and give them more colorful outfits or, you know, this guy's suit is not tailored properly, so you gotta use the tailor gun and trim it down. It's absurd. The whole time, like, you're yelling out, like, these catchphrases uh, about, like, I don't know, like, fabulous and damn! And, like, shit like that. It's the craziest game. There's, like, you have your belt of... Well, I don't know what it is, but there's, like, belt that you have, and you, like, whack people with a belt. And then, like, you, at one point you get it like this you just go around slapping people in the face because they're not um dressing properly <laughs> yeah. it's crazy dude
0: yeah i saw that there's like a dude on a scooter who's wearing too much neon he looks like too he just much got neon back, got back from a myrtle beach vacation or something uh-huh. like
1: that. yeah you gotta suck the color out and like chill him out a little bit like dude, yeah. you can't be wearing neon so yeah i was shocked at like how much fun it was the humor in it is great um the gameplay for as simple as it is it has like I don't know it's just the flow of it it's like it leads right into the next segment and before you know it you're playing like just a ton of this game and it's um I highly recommend Fashion Police Squad for anybody out there who wants something a little bit different but um you know and I think it's cheap I think it's on sale right now maybe like 15 bucks or something like that even less I don't know how long it is but um yeah it's It's an absurd game, and uh, it's very fun. All right. Anything else to add? Did we miss anything? No, I think that's all for the new releases. All right. Let's get this. Let's get the, the main course ready. Nom, 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 nom. News of the week, baby. All right. So like I said, it's a little bit of a bummer news week. Um, lots of lots of things happening. First off, let's talk about E3. So now, E3, the uh, what is it the Electronics Entertainment Expo, um, was coming back this year. It's first physical event in four years, but we're finding out the big three will not be there. No Nintendo, no Xbox, no Sony at E3 this year. Now. So PlayStation, they stepped down in 2019. They stopped going. They did a separate event. So that wasn't a shocker. Um, Nintendo, they usually have a direct that they do. It's, it's part of E3, but they never have like a, um, you know, they're not in the hall showing off stuff. And But they always have a presence on the show floor. No longer. They're not there this year. Um, and then Xbox... They decided they're just going to do their summer showcase that they've done previously, and um, they will not. They also won't have a presence at the actual E3 uh, event. So what I'm hearing that so Nintendo's is based on you know it's the end of the Switch cycle, not a lot of big games coming out, and they're like, okay, so you know why are we why are we going? That's fine, you know. Um, PlayStation, like I said. They do their own thing. They've done their own thing. They fell out with um, E3 and the in the um, the board that runs E3 in 2019. So that's fine. Xbox was a big surprise. They actually had um, Phil Spencer said this. About the event. E3 is just to me one of the seminal moments of gaming. I love the history of going down to LA, thousands of people there, getting to see great new things, getting to see people in the industry, the fans, the events we've had. I definitely want that to continue. Xbox is on the board of the ESA, and I think a successful and healthy ESA is critical to what we're trying to do. So we place our showcase like we always have done at a time where hopefully it's convenient for press and even consumers that are going to the E3 event. Uh, And that's what we're trying to do now. We will continue to work with ESA in terms of their plans. As I said, we're on the board and we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to make the E3 successful. So it kind of just seems like they're just doing their own thing. It's going to be at the same time as E3 so that all the journalists and stuff down there can still, you know, go to their event. But they just are doing it separate from E3, which I don't know. It seems strange to me, especially if the other two aren't going to be there. You're the focus.
0: They're on the board, like you said. I don't know. It seemed weird, but right, yeah. I, I don't know why this isn't a uh, why not both situation. I mean, it's it's one thing mm-hmm. to have your own um, your own event so you can get that on stage part on your own terms, take as much time as you want, and you control the narrative. But to have a presence on the floor seems like a worthwhile investment, especially like I understand the whole there. Like we're at the end of the switch cycle, not a lot coming up for Nintendo. But when it comes to Sony. We have the PlayStation VR 2. We have their new adaptive controllers. This is stuff that should be on the floor in front of people uh, so people can get some hands-on. Like, I think, didn't you say you, you tried a demo of the first one and that's the reason you bought it? Absolutely. Yep. Yep, I agree.
1: And, like, I think they do. I forget what their, their event is called whenever they do have them. They haven't had one in, in a long time, like, since COVID and that sort of thing. PlayStation. They used to have their PlayStation... I don't know what they were called, but they would have, yeah, they would have like a showcase and people could come try stuff. So maybe they'll do something like that outside of E3. I don't know what their issue was with the ESA, the board. Something where they're like, all right, F you, I'm out. So, but yeah, it was definitely the Xbox one. It was very surprising, especially since like, you know, we got Starfield and like these big games coming out and they're just like, Okay, they're not going to be there. They're going to do their own thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this means for E3. There was um so here's another quote I want to read. So, ESA, the the board that runs E3, they hired Reed Pop. Now they're known for doing their um doing events. They do packs Uh, Comic-Con, like, they do all these big events, and they do a really good job of organizing them and making sure everything's, um, you know, what everybody wants. So they put out a statement um, regarding E3, and it is this. E3 is such a significant event for the game industry and being entrusted with an important cultural touchstone is not a responsibility ReadPop takes lightly. Since ReadPop took on the contract to run E3 six months ago, We've worked diligently with ESA members based on their feedback to create a new type of E3 that supports their goals and needs. This process has taken time due to the tremendous amount of stakeholders offering input, though we appreciate that we could have been more transparent to questions for which we were still finalizing the answers. We continue to work tirelessly to create... A show that brings together the global gaming industry, we believe we've created a new format for the event that serves the needs of both the industry and its fans and are committed to building and growing it in the coming years. As we spent much of 2022 refining how E3 2023 would take shape, reflecting on the feedback we solicited, we did not send a single contract to an exhibitor until the start of this month. We have received a tremendous amount of interest and verbal commitments from many of the biggest companies in the industry. And when we are ready to announce the exhibitors, we are confident it will be a lineup that will make the trip to Los Angeles well worth it for the industry and consumers alike. So, um, yeah, so they're saying that everything's, uh, you know, everything's good to go. And, um, you know, it's going to be an event still worth checking out. Now, of course, they're organizing it. They're going to say that. But um, on this IGN article, someone said, um, it was a, a source close to to E3. They said that um, this is not entirely true. They said they're... Um, The quote is, there's not a good sense that there's an understanding what this show is going to be or how it will come together, which is strange from a company that does such an amazing job with PAX twice a year. It seemed like they'd be the perfect shepherds for something like E3. So who knows where the issue is? Is it an ESA issue? Is it a read pop issue? But there seems to be a lot of genuine interest from game publishers in the concept of E3, but it's really frustrating that we don't have good solutions. So um, they said the information flow hasn't been great. That, and that the that the announcement, announcement that they were, like, just now reaching out to people um, is not, like, true. They're like, who's going to be at this event that's, like, not that far away? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I always look forward to E3. Every year, man. And um, it doesn't change. I, I mean, there's still going to be lots of big announcements. You know, I'm sure we'll still get announcements from from the big 3 they just won't be there yeah which is fine cuz i'm not going to be there either so
0: yeah i mean the industry's big enough that that they probably don't even need to be there for this to be a huge event
1: yeah so um we've talked about it in the past about how these type of events like are they are they dead you know in a post covid world where everything is digital and we we mm-hmm. Everything was fine digital during those times. We, we got a lot more information and still continue to do so. Is there a need for these big, um, you know, events? So, I don't know. From, from a publishing standpoint inside the world of video games where, you know, it's it's a trade event for them. You know, you're meeting people. You're talking games and, and showcasing stuff. That's still, you know, a big part of E3. As far as the announcement side, our side, the press side, digital is, you know, it's the way to go. We You know, you don't need to be there to get the information. The hands-on stuff, that's nice. Everybody loves going and playing the game, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. June um, 13th through 16th will be E3, and we're going to talk all about it, I'm sure, uh, from now up until that date. And then even long after it, so keep it locked, keep it locked on. How does that work? If you're on, you just never leave our YouTube yes. channel. Is that how yes. it works? Just keep it please. here.
0: Play it on. Play our all videos on repeat. Yeah. Play the, the yeah. playlist so that we get all the views, please.
1: I think that's a good idea. All right, um, all right. Let's move along. Let's talk about PlayStation Plus for a little bit. They announced the games for PlayStation Plus for February. Uh, they are Ali Ali World. For PS4 and PS5, Mafia Definitive Edition for PS4, Evil Dead the Game for PS4 and PS5, and Destiny 2 Beyond Light for PS4 and PS5. So, good lineup of games. Um Aliali World, that's a uh, skateboarding action platformer that lets players traverse a wild and wacky colorful world on a skateboard. Um, so, that one I've played an Olly, Olly game before. It's fun. You know, it's not as like... Um, Detailed as like a tony hawk or whatever but still a great game mafia definitive edition is a uh it goes back to 1930s america and you're doing mafia stuff everybody loves the mafia and then um evil dead the game it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game where you're playing um with characters from the evil dead franchise and uh you know some people are the they're trying to survive other people are like the deadites or whatever and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I I kind of forgot about that one, and I want to get back to that. So hopefully, um, now that it's on PlayStation Plus, we'll see like a a big burst of uh player base, yeah, on that bad boy. And then uh, Destiny Two Beyond Light, that's like um an expansion to Destiny Two, which is still to me surprising that it is still um, cruising right along.
0: Yeah, considering where it came from, where it was never really expected to be like a live service game that was going to last forever or ever be a free to play game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, They're doing a great job with that game. Great job with that game. I haven't played it. In fact, I thought I was like, okay, if I'm getting this beyond light thing, maybe I'll check it out. I'm sure I'm like way behind in like, in in terms of like the ability to do stuff and the power I have and stuff. So I don't know. I might check it out. I loved, I thought the gameplay for the destiny games, some of the best gameplay I've ever played. So, any of those you excited for?
0: Um, I could see getting back into Destiny 2 if I had uh, you know, access to this. Yeah. Did you ever play the Mafia games? No, uh I I watched a lot of Mafia 3 though.
1: Yeah. I have. I ha- I think I bought Mafia Definitive Edition. I have Mafia 3 that I got in the PlayStation Plus thing. Never played any of them. And I love Mafia stuff, dude. Like Goodfellas, oh, yeah. it's like one of my favorite movies, Godfather. So I think I'll have to check it out. Um see how it is probably gonna be pretty violent right probably yeah (laughs) um and then real quick the playstation plus collection um they did announce that it is being um removed now this is the collection that came out in 2020 um like right when covid uh was a thing and they're like okay well you know don't leave your house just stay home play these games and uh it was dope if you're a playstation plus subscriber And you had a PlayStation 5, which is what this was for. You just had this huge collection of games. Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit, uh, God of War, Infamous, Ratchet & Clank, Batman. Like tons of great games in there. Um, And they're now removing it. I don't know why. They didn't say why. But uh, you have until May 9th, uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, to go add those games to your library. They'll be yours as long as you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Um, But yeah, definitely get them dope games yeah, uncharted 4 games. i think yeah resident evil mortal Kombat, like it's lots of great games yeah so and um
0: anybody yeah. who hasn't played fallout 4 battlefield 1 i would say pick those up immediately and try them
1: hmm. i've never played battlefield 1 it's good it's Good.
0: Uh, i mean even to this day it looks amazing
1: now is that it has a campaign or is it just multiplayer
0: i think there is a campaign it's been a while though like okay. 2014 2016 somewhere in there
1: do you, think the, do you think the multiplayer is still active, the Battlefield 1? Uh, I
0: think so. Battlefield, cool. I mean, they're not like a yearly title like COD, so yeah. I think they do last okay. uh, quite a bit longer.
1: Because I've seen people say, like, I think recently people are like, yo, Battlefield 1 is like an amazing game, and check it out. And I tried that new Battlefield, whatever, that 20, oh, 20 23 yeah. or something, and it, I didn't like it at all. So I was like, all right, I should go back and try Battlefield 1 that everybody raves yeah. about.
0: Or Battlefield um, 5, it's, it's a good option too. It's just World War II.
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, so now is where we get into the real bummersville of uh, this here gaming news weekly episode. Um, first up, so Rumbleverse, you remember this Rumbleverse game, the wrestling battle royal game? Um, came out August 20, uh, August 2022. Already being shut down um february 28th it is it's coming to an end so now this is the guys uh epic epic games are like hey you know Fortnite. you ever heard of Fortnite? we we do agree with that let's do another one and uh they made Rumbleverse, and i was super excited for it for such a long time it came out i played it a bunch of times i'm like i could get the hang of this it was very very it had a steep learning curve um and i just never went back to it and now, you know, I'm sad that I never did. I never really got to experience it. Um, because yeah, February twenty eighth, only a few more weeks. Uh servers will go offline. They are refunding any purchases made since launch, so that's stand up epic games doing yeah. that, you know. And um yeah, that's uh that's about it.
0: You ever play the Rumbleverse game? So, uh, like you, I was very excited about this before it came out. I had so much as downloaded it and had it ready to play for months and just never touched it. So, I guess I'm part of the problem. Yeah,
1: no, it's true, man. Like, there's just so much out there. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like every week we're talking about another one of these, you know, free-to-play Battle Royale or games of service that are um, just being shut down. They're just, you know... We're seeing a lot in the industry. We've been talking about layoffs, a lot, and you know the the whole industry is being affected. And they gotta start making cuts where they can. Um, so unfortunately, Epic Games thought it was okay to cut Rumbleverse less than you know six months after it uh, came out. But sucks to people that were really into the game. But you know, I'm sure, there's gonna be another one that pops up in a couple of weeks that will, you know. Get mediocre attention and then uh, we'll move on from that yeah um but yeah speaking of that it, it doesn't stop there uh knockout city the team dodgeball third person shooter game is also being shut down this one not until june 6th um and um So, for this one, the people behind Knockout City, they put out a whole blog post, and uh, if you're a fan of this game, I definitely suggest you go read it, because they still have a ton planned for Knockout City. Um, So, here, let's see. They said, um, today they're announcing that Season 9 will be Knockout City's final season, then on June 6th, over two years after our initial launch, all servers around the world will be shut down and the game will no longer be playable. Uh, is an extremely difficult decision for us, but a necessary and important one for our studio. Uh, it says, before that happens, there are a ton of new updates in store. We've got a jam-packed Season 9 full of all the amazing new content you've come to expect. An epic send-off both in and out of the game. And even a private server version on PC so Knockout City can live forever. So, um, yeah, go check out the blog. They talk about um, why they're deciding to to shut this down. They said, uh, since we are a small indie studio, it's simply impossible for us to make uh, the kinds of systemic changes to the live game while continuing to support it. So it became clear to us that we needed to take a step back and pave the way for them to do what they do best by innovating. Uh, and they said, now we can take everything we learned, everything that succeeded and everything that needs improvement, and get to work on exploring new possible experiences for Knockout City and other games and products we are very excited about. Um so, yeah, it's just – I mean, they, yeah, they're a small indie studio. They put out this game, and uh, it did m- maybe better than they expected. I don't know. But, yeah, two years, tons of cosmetics, tons of, like, events in the game. Did you ever did you ever play this one? I played it just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, this one I did. I had a lot of fun with, but I can never find – none of my friends wanted to play. Like, it was really hard to, to find someone to play with, but I thought – as far as like, I mean, it's like, a, basically it's a shooter, but you're just, you got to pick up dodgeballs, you know, and whack them at people. And uh yeah, I thought it was, um I thought it was a really great game. So it's yeah. cool to see that they are creating the, this PC uh game. So the PC game that they're creating is going to be like kind of a separate game because it's going to have player hosted servers. So, you know, if you're out there and you want to host a game and play this game, then it's, it will live on for For those people. So I thought that was a really cool way to do it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was almost more surprised, even though this is a small indie developer versus like Epic, between these two games shutting down, I'm more surprised about this one because I saw this get a lot more attention and videos out there, gameplay. It looked a lot more fun to me personally. Yeah. Um, So I'm surprised to see it go. And, you know, I don't don't fully buy the explanation there of the feel-good story of we're going to just take what we learn and go with it. There's one good reason to shut a game like this down, and that's if it's not profitable. You're not seeing the players spending yep. money. Uh, but, you know, I, I hope for the best. Hopefully they do come out with something because obviously they're capable of making great games.
1: Yeah, exactly. And use it as, you know, a learning experience and, yeah, make something. Because, yeah, the the idea, a brand new, I mean, for one, a brand new IP with it, uh, an entirely new s- gameplay style you know, where it's never been done before. So, like right there, ballsy move for that studio to put this out, and they supported it really well. It's unfortunate that it has to end, but, um, yeah. Well, that's not it. Let's let's start, let's talk a, a little bit more. Uh, let's focus on EA and their problems. So, um, another game coming to an end, Apex Legends Mobile. Now, this one made it a whole eight months after its launch, before they're shutting it down. May 1st, they're shutting it down. They sent in a tweet, We have made the painful decision to sunset Apex Legends Mobile. This decision does not come with ease. Factors beyond our control have prevented us from maintaining the high-quality experience and content that our players deserve. Um, As a result, the game will sunset May 1st, 2023. Uh, after which it will no longer be playable. Our gratitude to our players and teams for joining us on Apex Legends Mobile, even if for a short while is unending. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. So, uh, that comes from Respawn and EA. So, was this a surprise to you?
0: That kind of is, because of the size of Apex. But also, I didn't even know there was a mobile version of it. Mm. It's not that surprising, because Fortnite has one, PUBG has one, I think even Warzone has one. Yeah, I remember uh, talking...
1: The lead up to this, everybody was super hyped for it, you know, and then it came out and yeah, it just must not have done what they were hoping. Um, but I know a big problem with this is that EA recently also announced that they had some layoffs within their company and some whole divisions got shut down. And I think the mobile division, or at least the game, the ones creating this game, um, were highly uh, affected by that um, because they also... They were working on a battlefield mobile game that was in development, and they uh, also canceled that. So, yeah, it's funny how we talk. I mean, one week we're talking about all these studios focusing on these mobile games. You know, there's so much money. There's so much money in mobile, and now we're seeing they're the first to go. You know, yeah, it's weird. You got it, like it's you, you see the ones that are making all the money. And they're hitting on something big. You got to like, you know, what's going to be the next Candy Crush or, or something, you know? That's yeah. what everybody wants to be. Or Call of Duty. I think the Call of Duty Mobile one. I think they do a good job, too, as far as making money and, and stuff like that. So, um, one thing I did read about. So, this Apex Legends Mobile. eight. So, eight months after launch, they're closing it. No refunds. I think that's kind of shitty, you know? Mm. Like, your game hasn't even been out a full year and like people are just getting into it just trying trying to support it and like they're not gonna do anything for them
0: yeah well i do wonder if there's some like a cross progression or or carryover of the items that you bought uh with the console version or pc version of that
1: yeah i want to say no i think i remember reading that it was an entire entirely separate Hmm. thing i don't know i could just be talking to my ass but which is normal here on this show um but yeah so i don't know that's uh that's, that's got to be it, right? There's uh, can't be anything else that EA, um, canceled or Surely. changed. No? no,
0: nothing big. That you know is it, oh, is just a continuation of one of my top like three gripes of my life in gaming.
1: So oh I'm, man! So how like what a roller coaster ride you were on when you heard that there was a secret Apex Legends game that was in development by EA, um, and then you read further on in that sentence and said that it was canceled.
0: Well, the fact that it was a Titanfall project, uh, because the two are in a shared universe, mm-hmm. um, Titanfall was the inspiration, which turned into Apex Legends. And you know, I could have, I could go for Titans in Apex Legends, but um, yeah. they chose not to go that way. But this was supposed to be like a single-player experience, somewhere in between. Maybe it would be the bridge between the the Apex Legends games that happened in the past before the the war. I think that's the order things go in. Because, yeah. like, Titanfall is is in the future of that or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or I mean, maybe, maybe it's the opposite. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Um, But it even had the codename Titanfall Legends. So it was, like, yeah, going to be, like, something kind of a mix of the two. But, yeah, uh, yeah when I saw it was a single-player game, that I was like, come on. That would have been dope. Because, yeah, um, Titanfall 2 is such a great game. Yeah, um, both so. were,
0: but it's just that EA couldn't get their shit together on either yeah. of them. Uh, so. Uh, so, Titanfall 2, they botched their own launch. They, they put did. it right there the same weekend as Battlefield 1, and it suffered for it. And and people knew that this was probably going to lead to, like, no Titanfall 3, no more Titanfall projects. And here we are, uh, the next one we've ever heard of that we didn't even hear of until this happened, canceled.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was a bummer. Because, yeah, I, I've got... When those games came out, I got Titanfall right at release, um, Titanfall Two, and I loved it, dude. The the campaign, amazing. The multiplayer, so much fun. Um, you know, it was just such a great game. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bummer. In fact, I just saw—I don't know if it's still on sale—but I almost bought Titanfall Two on Steam. It was on sale for like three bucks. I think I'm gonna go do if it's still on sale. I'm gonna do it after after oh, yeah. here. Cause um, yeah, I, I want to do that again. I want to get in a mech again. There's yes, so, it, it's so
0: satisfying, so great. Just, yeah, just like the animations in that game of being uh-huh. picked up and put into the chest of the yeah the mech.
1: Yep, yeah, and then it just it moves so well too. So yeah, great game. Real big bummer that um that that got canceled. Um, and then of course yeah, that's it. You, you know they didn't. Uh, that's all EA. They're like, all right, let's take this hatchet. Let's chop off all this shit. Yeah. Um, but no, sorry, Full Clip, that is not it. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, not canceled, not shut down, but just delayed. So they moved it back a bit um, to April 28th uh, instead of March 17th. So uh, they said, for the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And we are proud to say the next chapter in the tale of Kale Kestis is Uh, is content complete we are now focused entirely on the final stage bug fixes to enhance performance stability polish and most importantly the player experience Uh, in order for the team to hit the respawn quality bar uh, provide the team the time they need and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve we've added six crucial weeks to our release schedule so that one i could get behind You and I always talk about it. Yeah, push push your game back a couple months instead of releasing a buggy game because it's gonna turn people off. It's gonna you know uh, drop review scores, lower the player base. Because even if they offer a you know a patch somewhere down the line, those review scores are already out there. People you know word of mouth has already started. So yeah, fuck those patches that come out to fix things. Fix it before the release.
0: Yeah, and this is a different situation, in uh, at least in my mind, than uh, Skull and Bones, where they have pushed that off for years because they <laughs> realized they had a turd on their hands and they needed to change it completely. This yeah. is like, this is this is also an, uh, we're getting we're going to get the fixes before the day one launch, but we're also going to avoid the crunch on the developers, which we hear so much about, and it's just you know it, it's not good business. So that's a, a positive.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's the, the, I mean, it sucks that it's delayed for people that were super hyped for this game coming out. But it's a good thing that, you know, they care enough that they're going to focus on getting it, doing it right, and uh, putting out a good game, hopefully. So,
0: do you think EA is going to make it? Dude,
1: man, I don't know what's going on over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be just fine. I was I was thinking of an analogy for this earlier when it came to like the canceled projects and things. I'm thinking like if you were a, a, a real estate developer and you're looking at your quarterly profits and it's like, oh, these numbers aren't where they need to be. We need to come up with some money. We better go demolish those buildings we're working on that we're building <laughs> for those clients. Yeah, That's what it seems like. Yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah. No, it's, it's definitely, it's gotta be tough. And I do think, yeah, the the layoffs that they just did, I think they just, yeah, focused. They're like, okay, well, this mobile division, you know, out the out door. But yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, you know, you always, it's always fun to shit on EA, and um, you know, ever since they were like the 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 leaders in microtransaction uh, stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's sad to see them kind of struggling here and and hopefully star wars jedi um whatever it's called fallen order survivor which one's the one coming out which one's not anyways hopefully that um is a great game and and turns things around for him yeah i hope so um yeah i always get to fallen order is the first one right survivor is the new one yeah yeah
0: that'll be the one coming out
1: yeah don't, just make it different. Enough of this Star Wars Jedi colon shit. Just, I want a whole new game. Star Wars Party, bam, there we
0: go. done. Star Wars Wii Amiibo Party.
1: Yeah, Star War, Star War Three. Yeah, we well, let's just we'll break down all the wars, mm-hmm. and just have each one. Like you don't call it like it wasn't like World Wars One, right? Star War.
0: There we go. <laughs> Star Wars versus Star Trek. That's the game I want. Ooh,
1: that would be a good game. Um, I feel like Star Wars would win that, though, because they have superpowers.
0: Yeah. Right? It's, well, it's the mitochlorides or whatever. Mid, mid, something like that. Now we're talking science, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like. Uh, Mitochlorine,
0: uh, something like that. that that's yeah, bo- the, the, cl- the microbes behind the force. So maybe My- the Star Trek people could figure out, like, a disinfectant oh, spray. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, data. He could do that. Or the other Klingon guy, or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. All right. Um, While well, we're talking about Star Trek and Star Wars and TV shows and stuff like that, Amazon—they have a TV thing. That was the best segue I probably have ever done. That's all right. We're just gonna we're just gonna cut all that part out and make me sound real cool. Amazon has reportedly bought the rights to the Tomb Raider franchise. Uh, This is entirely rumors from some source, but I wanted to add it in case it's true, then we're on the leading edge. Um, $600 million. What do you think of this?
0: That's a lot of money. That's what I think. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, for Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, considering how they just kind of bought the rights to that not that long ago for half of that price. Embracer? Yeah. So, Embracer had it. They just bought it for...
1: Yeah, I don't know how much, but they... uh, yeah, oh yeah, here, 300 million, yeah, you're right, and now they're selling it for 600 million to Amazon, and like, Tomb Raider's never really blown anybody away, We've there's been a bunch of Tomb Raider movies, you had the Angelina Jolie ones, the one, the most recent one, with that, I don't know what that woman's name is, and then the, the games, like the newer games have been good, decent, I don't think they're moving like tons of units, but yeah, 600 mil, dude, um, so what I did here is that um, Amazon announced that they are publishing the next Tomb Raider game, and then uh, they also announced that uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she's the she's from Fleabag and stuff like that, she is making a script for a Prime Video Tomb Raider series, and um, yeah, so they're already, they're invested, so I guess it makes sense to buy the IP entirely but yeah I don't know we'll see yeah. what happens with this
0: yeah it's interesting and I want to know about the game projects that might be coming out too now that Amazon studios is a thing and well mm-hmm. they did new world and and a couple other games but I mean nothing really notable so yeah. having a huge IP like this might be a game changer for them
1: yeah yeah well they did buy um what did they buy lord of the Rings not mm-hmm. too long ago remember so yeah I don't know Jeff Bezos, dude. He's just got he doesn't know what to do with his money. He's just buying shit that he likes. He's like, a I like space, Tomb, Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to see a good Tomb Raider series. It's always just been like Lady Indiana Jones, really. Yeah. Right. And- so huh. um Yeah. Yeah. I I'm 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 here for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I assume that they want to give this the what's that new show everybody's talking about with the zombies. Oh last yeah, yeah, the last of us. I assume that they they want to make some investments that are going to come out with a series like that, bring people over to Amazon Prime.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the new the Amazon Lord of the Rings uh, series? No. Um. It's good. It's. Um, I don't know. I expected more considering like their budget and how much they spent on it was like forty six dollars. That's a real number. Oh yeah. Um. All right, are we done? Can we cover everything?
0: We covered all the news. We got one more thing we got to cover real quick, though.
1: Oh, tell me what it is.
0: What's your uh, take on the big game coming up?
1: Um, I just, I just want Kansas City to lose. That's all I ever want.
0: <laughs> I kind of want them to win. Um,
1: just I'm because, sick of them.
0: Well, they're the ones that beat my team, so
1: that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, by extension,
0: you could, you could do the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I initially wanted uh, Cincinnati to win uh, the whole thing. And then, um, yeah, that didn't happen. Now I just want Kansas City to lose. So uh, I'm sick of Mahomes. I'm sick of uh, them winning everything all the time. Yeah. So it's time for time for someone new. So, yeah, we'll see. You doing anything for the for the game?
0: Nah, Not much big. Got to get a cracker tray or something at least. Though.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's just an excuse to just eat, like, a ton of garbage food and drink beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'll be good. I've been, I've been trying to like cut back on, you know, some of that stuff, beer and stuff like that. why so I'm drinking the kombucha, but, uh, you know, we'll see. So I'm just going to rage that night. Oh yeah. Just yell at my TV, yell at Patrick Mahomes through my television. All right. This has been an amazing episode. If you ask me. ...of Gaming News Weekly. We talked about all the biggest cancellations happening in the in the world. That was it. We should call this one the cancellation uh, episode. Um, but yeah, my name is e the Red. This is Full Clip. You can find our, uh, our gaming clips and that sort of stuff over on Fruit Lab. Check it out over there. Um, great site. You can earn pips, get gift cards, and uh, buy video games. It's the circle of life, if you ask me. Um, but if you're too cool for that... Go to YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Full clip is at GameFax, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. Um, he's also on Twitch, full clip underscore F L. And then um uh check out uh the podcast version of our show, Gaming News Weekly. You just type in GNW, anywhere podcasts are available, and you'll find this show. You listen to us on the go. Cry in your car about Apex Legends secret game coming to uh an end. That's what I did, anyways um and then um yeah check us out on tiktok we're putting out all the all the the clips that are the the best the juicy bits putting out there on on the old tiktoks and uh yeah that's uh that's all the plugs i got you got anything else all right thanks so much we'll
0: see you back here next week
1: with more gaming news weekly